Episode 25 of the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast, four benefits to starting a business later in life. Welcome to the Small Biz Startup Essentials podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tom Claremont, and my goal is to help equip you through the personal brand small business startup process by providing you with enough tips and tools in these episodes so that your pivot through the small business startup process goes a lot smoother and you're more profitable quicker. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a like on the platform you're using. You can go to TomClaremont.com for more information on how I can help you with your new startup. So welcome back to another episode of the Small Biz Startup Essentials uh, podcast. From time to time, I'm going to have episodes that focus on those that are uh, doing a pivot later in life to self-employment. And so with this episode, I wanted to talk about the benefits of starting a business later in life. So I started my uh, IT business when uh, I was about 40 uh, back in 2002. And, uh, you know, yes, there were a lot of things that I didn't do correctly back then, but I still threw it all. I'm, I'm glad I did it. You know, having the freedom, having the time uh, to be in control of my schedule. The uh, money part of it was uh, pretty good. Being able to be Mr. Mom when I needed it for my kids uh, was a plus. I had, you know, more control of, of family time. No boss was a big advantage, but, it all, but also being able to say yes to the things I wanted to do and no to the things that I uh, didn't want to do. So I just wanted to go over some thoughts today uh, in this episode about, you know, the benefits of starting a business uh, later in life in your 40s, 50s, or even 60s. You know, based on uh, my own experience and, and conversations that I've had with other uh, older entrepreneurs as well. So, you know, you know, do you feel like most of your life uh, so far has been spent focusing on the needs of other people? You know, there's many stages in our lives when our focus is naturally outward. Our 20s and 30s and 40s, you know, we're you know, looking at our children and navigating careers, nurturing our marriages and social connections. And, but you know, for, for most of our lives, we're just too busy to notice that we've put our dreams on hold. Uh, many people tell me that reaching their 50s is a big milestone because they suddenly realize how much uh, their lives have been defined by other people. As their schedule starts to free up and, and their careers start to wind down or at least, you know, experience a, a lack of momentum, maybe they start to ask themselves, you know, what's next? And for me, about 15 or so years ago, back when I was living in upstate New York, I went to a guy, Dan Moran from Next Act. And we had a couple of sessions where we talked about, you know, where I was at and where I wanted to go. And he helped me work through some things and have more of a, a better vision for uh, direction, me with uh, clarity on some things that I should do or not do. You know, that was very helpful. It was, uh, it was, I'm glad that I uh, had some coaching in that area. And, you know, I'm, a big fan of uh, getting coaching uh, as needed. And that was certainly a, a pivotal point uh, for me in my life and, and uh, focus as well. 
And if you're interested in, in, in Dan Moran, I'll put a link in the show notes for his uh, website and business. And starting a business uh, later in life can be, you know, a great way to reconnect with your your passions. You know, you, you don't need to spend your life savings or go out looking for venture capital money to get started. My business started as an IT business, but over time, it became much more. So what are you passionate about? What, what do you want to change about the world around you, right? What problem do you wish somebody would fix? Now, after all, business is about solving a problem for a profit, right? Now, maybe it's time to be part of the solution. And starting a business uh, later in life is uh, a great way to make friends with the people that share your interests as well. And I don't know about you, but when uh, most of my focus was on uh, raising a family, uh, my my friendships at my age level uh, <laughs> were sort of lacking. And, but now when I make business connections with people and start relationships in the business realm, I can form new friendships even with these people as well. So having, uh, having new friendships uh, in this new business venture that you may be starting is an added plus. Some people want to start a business because they're trying to fulfill a void in their sense of purpose in life, right? But, you know, even if you're one of the lucky ones who's saved enough to retire comfortably for the next 30 years, no amount of money is going to give you that sense of, of purpose. But sharing your talents and passions and ideas with the world almost certainly will. But if there's one thing that I learned by running my business, it's life after 50 is what you make of it. If you choose to sit in front of the TV all day, you know, watching reruns or binging out on Netflix, you know, eating sandwiches uh, and monitoring Facebook on your phone, you know, don't be surprised if you feel old and tired. You know, the happiest baby boomers I know are the ones that live the most active lives. They exercise regularly, they explore their passions, they start businesses, they simply do more. Starting a business later in life forces you to stay engaged. It gives you something positive to focus your attention on and tells the world that you're not ready to be invisible. You know, and, and as anyone who's ever started their own business knows, running a company requires you to do mental gymnastics every day. Starting a business with a specific dream in the back of your head can really be a motivator. It may be that you know even after working for 30 or 40 years, certain goals or dreams that you had a long time ago are still not being met. But having a business with a plan for success, that seems to be the way toward finally reaching those dreams you've always had. Do you want a better lifestyle that you've always hoped for? Do you have certain financial goals that you haven't had the opportunity to achieve yet? Have you had this idea stuck in the back of your head that keeps gnawing away at you and, and it won't leave you alone or go away? You know, these are the types of problems that are good to have as an entrepreneur because it'll, it'll serve as your motivator from day to day and keep you moving forward as you plow through all the issues of building a business. The dream your dream should always be the primary motivator for starting a business. Without a dream, it's all just going to feel like another job, like you're just putting in your time to get more money. Your dream, a good dream, 
goes beyond the money and keeps you pressing forward to greater things, things that you always wondered if you could achieve. And now you're finding that you can. So you want to be an entrepreneur. Great. Let's talk about the four types of entrepreneurs. When some people put their toe in the entrepreneurial waters to see if there's, you know, you know, this is something that they'd be interested in or motivated to do, they'll eventually find that they'll need to make a decision, a decision of which type of entrepreneur they'll ultimately be for this current venture they're thinking of starting. Now, this doesn't mean that once they make a decision, it's, you know, once and for all decision. Again, I'm just referring to in this conversation to which type of entrepreneur they'll be for the idea they want to launch that's right in front of them. So Ryan Levesque in his book, Choose, explains it this way. There's four types of entrepreneurs, mission-based, passion-based, opportunity-based, and undecided. The mission-based entrepreneur has a clear and specific mission they feel called to pursue. Their cause is one that they would die on the hill for, as they say in the military. And their business, therefore, is centered around that. Mission-based entrepreneurs see something wrong in the world that they want to make right. It's safe to assume that most of these entrepreneurs have a strong moral compass or at the very least a, a desire to make a positive impact in the world. I've been doing some transitional consulting for a nonprofit called Freshwater Friends out of Buffalo, New York. You know, they raise money for deep water wells to impoverished villages in India and Uganda. And the executive director for Freshwater Friends lives and breathes installing water wells. He's 100% committed to the cause and sacrifices his personal well-being and his life comforts as a result. And so far, they've installed 150 wells with another batch on the way. But a passion-based entrepreneur is fueled by a passion that revolves around a topic or a subject matter that they love, including anything from fishing or photography. I've been recently, you know, corresponding with a lady that does pottery. In, in, in contrast to the mission-based entrepreneur who has a mission to right or wrong, in the world. The passion-based entrepreneur wants to share their passion with the world and, and transform it into a business. Mission-based is all about serving by moving people away from something negative, whereas passion-based is all about serving by moving people towards something positive. Now, an, an opportunity-based entrepreneur is one who finds and follows a, a new area of opportunity and growth. They see potential where there might be an unsatisfied demand in the market. And they're typically the ones that ask themselves, how has somebody not solved this problem yet? Opportunity-based entrepreneurs are drawn to solving a practical problem they've come across that represents an unmet need in the marketplace. Now, an undecided entrepreneur, they're not rare. In fact, they might be the most common type of first-time entrepreneurs. You know, new endeavors breeds uncertainty. And anyone who's decided to brave a whole new world doesn't always know the ins and outs of what they're getting into, nor you know, do they know just what it will bring out of them. You know, how can people give themselves the best shot at success with so many unknowns? If you're like most people, you may have a hard time deciding how to put yourself into just one category, but we all tend to have one dominant type. So which one describes you? You know, what are you normally good at? What do you find easy that others might think is hard? 
know, currently I'm in the opportunity-based venture, you know, helping people to have better experience with their startup business venture, whether it's later in life uh, pivot that they're making. Uh, and I have uh, thoughts along those lines of, of more uh, other opportunity-based uh, business ideas as well. So I hope you can identify with this uh, episode and, and see yourself in one of these roles, or maybe you're still trying to decide. Uh, if you'd like to discuss this further, send me an email, tom at tomclaremont.com, uh, or you know, reply to the uh, uh, comments uh, in, the, in the link in the show notes. But folks, no matter what you do, Please stay encouraged, follow your dreams, and don't give up. That's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. If you need help with your small business startup, let's talk. Shoot me an email at tom at tomclaremont.com, or you can book a free 30-minute discovery call directly from the website. Don't forget to check out the blog on the website as well for more tips and tools on your pivot to self-employment. 